But this point going forward, we are looking for some um, presenting sponsors, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, that uh, right now we would do a, a, a sponsor read, and and we would sing their praises. Well, we're just the team to do that. I know it. We are. Um, so if you know somebody that might be interested in being a um, a sponsor, we do have sponsor slots that will be opening up. We'll have one presenting sponsor per episode. Then we'll have um, secondary sponsors available that we'll do reads throughout the show. Um, very, very reasonable rates. Mm-hmm. And we would love to... Um, We'd love to get your brand out there um, as a sponsor of the show. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast. We celebrate that Jeep life and everything that comes along with it, including going to the beach, going to the mountains, going to the rocks, going to the hills, going to the fire roads, going wherever it is you go to the mall. You mall crawlers out there, I love you. You rock crawlers out there, I love you. You sand crawlers out there, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) That's two weeks in a row that I've gotten a good one. you win. You win. <laughs> That's two weeks. Um, I'm joined, as always, by the best, the best guys in the podcasting industry. And Bill. Hi. Man, I, I know you were out in the snow today. I'm cold still yeah, again. Again. You know, it's it's that time of year. You're going to just stay just cold. obstacle. Yeah. I love it. So you, you, you went zoom, zoom down the mountain. Went a lot of zoom, zooms. Um, rode the lift a lot, and then... Did some more zoom zooms. Now uh, I'm here. And now you're here. Yeah. Um, so I as a question, do you do you you ride the lift up? Because I know you 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 I coach. Not Wait, are you kidding me? He runs up he, he, I know he with does. all the kids on his back. <laughs> like they're no, they're all just strapped on. They've got right, their skis. Yeah, sleds, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. just just toes them right up. He's just running. Yep. Yeah. You so go up with your question? skis, you go up with your skis on, uh-huh. and then you take them off when you get up there and you do all your work in your boots and put up everything. And then you put your skis back on, right? Is that how? Well, the, there's stages. Sometimes there's some sliding, and then you do some more stuff. And depends on whether you put your skis on or you just ski in your boots. Uh, boot right. ski, boot ski down. So <laughs> the not, next I, set of gates or yeah. paneling or this or that or fencing or something of the sort. All right. Well, I'm glad to have you in the studio. Yeah. Um, we'll thaw you out a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> right on. And Don. Yeah, man. Hey, man. How's it going? All right. How are you? I, you know, I, I'm living. I'm living. I'm present. I'm here. You're you're can't, here. Did, uh, yeah, can't ask for anything more than that. No, I have to keep refreshing my page though, because I don't I don't know why, but our live feed keeps dropping out. Does it? Yeah. Huh. And there we go again. Sorry, we're having trouble. I, is is it ours? I don't think it's ours. I no, think it might be yours. It's on my end. Oh, is yeah. it? All right. Yeah. Well, as long as we stay good looking the whole time, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter for frozen. You know. There we go. I opened it in a new page. Oh, <laughs> nope. There we go. <laughs> Drops out. <laughs> All right. So what have you been up to this week? You always ask us. We never ask you. Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah. That's very kind. Yeah. You know, just the normal work thing. And then, you know, the the past weekend, our our Ooh. our intern. Yeah. One of them. Turned 15 today. Yeah. Yeah. And so, of course, it, it's always about her. But it literally this weekend was nothing but her. It was nothing birthday, but Lexi. birthday and hockey all nice. weekend. Nice. Um, so Lex, come over here. We 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 Woo. asked we asked Lexi to come into the studio um, tonight, and Don's gracious enough to to Get share the seat, seat for a little bit. What's up? Nothing. <laughs> we'll get a little closer to the mic. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And, well, happy birthday. Thank you. From the Jeep Life Podcast. You know, thanks for everything that yep. you do. Uh, what'd you do this weekend? I did a tournament, and then I had a birthday party. Yeah, wh- wh- where was your birthday party? At a hibachi restaurant. Ooh. Oh, which one? I don't know how to pronounce it. We 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 took it to Ichiban. Ichiban. Uh, okay, that's 
Somewhere close, I think. I it's, don't know. Yeah, it's out by the airport. Right. But it... I heard it's good. It's really good. Yeah. And really garlicky. Oh. They, that's the... That's their... It's, it's odd. It catches you off guard because you don't expect that garlic twist. Interesting. But they use a ton hmm. of of garlic. I mean, never turned down some vampire repellent. No, and it's it's <laughs> great. We've got we got Neil wishing you a happy birthday on here. We've got Mark wishing you a happy birthday. It looks like the entire country of Canada is wishing yep. you a happy birthday tonight awesome. from Mark. Um, Nicole's wishing you a happy birthday. Hey, by the way, um, we, stop right here, uh, Nicole. Thank you so much for your generous support of the Absolutely. of the podcast. Thank you. Um, it, it's much appreciated. Uh, she foregrow the um, normal Patreon route and and went straight with us, and we appreciate it so much. You always support us, and we we love it. You're a good friend of the podcast the and a good friend of ours. The beer is always delicious. The b- beer is always good, <laughs> always good. Um, but Troy and Ron. Are wishing you a happy birthday as well. So it's a big day. So today we 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 went out to to lunch for your birthday too, right? Yeah, we did. Where'd you Excellent. go? Uh, we went to on the border with uh, all my family. I always I always like some good on the border. Uh, you can't no, you Just, can't go dude, wrong you with that. Talking about food, and there's a problem. <laughs> I know. Uh, we need again. we need to be catered in. We, we just eat. <laughs> I'm hungry again. Um, <laughs> what you got a gift? Uh, what was your big gift? today I, I got a speaker yeah. oh yeah who is that speaker by is it a is it a special speaker it's a it's a special bluetooth Ooh. speaker it really is it was the alpine turn who, one who makes it, it? <laughs> that's a great question <laughs> i have no answer for that come on really i, well, I i've told her she's a part they're a but partner we, the we we've talked about this when we reviewed Another one of those oh, that it doesn't that have true. the 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 name on that it. That is true, right? It 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 does have the logo, right. but it doesn't have the name. So it okay. is the Alpine Turn One. It's very nice. I like it. It's very loud. <laughs> you did get to test it out though, didn't you? Yeah. Um, so cool. Happy birthday, Lex! And I know that you, I it was it's great that you're here for your birthday with us, hanging out, and we appreciate you coming out. Yeah. All right. All right, good talk. <laughs> All right, thanks, Lex. We'll get Don back in the hot seat. All right, bye. Fifteen. Wow. Fifteen. Happy Just, birthday, kiddo. I, it's it's one of those things where I I don't remember it. I shouldn't be I shouldn't have a fifteen year old kid as old as I am. <laughs> I'm too immature to have a 15-year-old kid. You are still 15. <laughs> I know. In my mind, that's literally where I stopped. Yep. Um, but I I got a 15-year-old kid over there, and she's pretty awesome. She is awesome. Yep, absolutely. Does a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, she's she's out with us on the trail mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, she's in the shop with us quite a bit. Yeah. Not um, lately. We've been... <laughs> you've been the only one in the shop yeah, lately. True. and it's. I haven't been inviting anybody. But um, <laughs> No, you did. Um, it's just, yeah. Just everybody's like, <laughs> nobody shows up. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, it's, it's a cold time of the year. It is cold. Um, um yeah. But, just, but it's also a lot of cursing in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want people to see me in that state. I don't, yeah, I don't. I'm in an angry state. There, there are times, there are breaking. times to have Lexi in the shop and there are times not to. Not when you're pulling out, like, there's that meme. It's like, if you see your husband with this tool or this set of tools out, <laughs> cl- slowly close the door yep, just and away. walk out. I love it. Yep. Yep. And that's been setting up differentials. <laughs> this set and the other thing. Yeah. So it's, you know, stay away a little bit. I mean, I've even come over to the garage and you said, just go over in the corner yep. and, and just leave me alone. <laughs> Just, just give so me a minute. I, so I go over and drink a beer. And just, <laughs> just give me a minute. <laughs> I love it. Knuckles bleeding, this, that, and the other thing. Have you guys been watching um, King of the Hammers? I have not, no. I I've have. been slacking on my Jeep I duties. I keep watching the same shot over and over of that bronco launching on <laughs> yeah. waterfall. Yeah, it's that is nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. But yeah, there uh, the King of Hammer, Hammers is 
kind of the big off-road craziness that happens out in Johnson Valley, California this time of year. Um, and it, it's kind of the biggest speed off-road race craziness. Um, this year we crowned a new king. Yeah. There's a new king. Who was it? It was Raul Gomez. Of the Gomez oh, brothers. Good for him. Yeah, I know they've been racing for sure a long heard. time. I always follow him a lot. Congratulations to Raul. Um, I know that our good friends at Tread Lightly have been out um, at Johnson Valley and and fixing up the craziness that happens the night before, um, cleaning up. They removed 6,000 pounds of trash. Oh, actually up. that changed. Possibly. I, I Wait, know. So which the forty four hundred race, the big, the final, the King, ultra four, ultra four, ultra four, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's twenty twenty one. Yeah. Last year they was may not have it up. Yet. Randy Slauson. Yeah, right. they, Miller was second, I think, last year. Third. Gomez was second. J.P. Gomez, not Raul. Not Raul. Not Raul. There's brothers that race. Yeah. They both. They're both out of their minds, crazy. <laughs> yeah, you, you, to 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 go as fast as they do over those rocks, 140 miles an hour in, in the, the desert. In the desert, and they then, pull away from helicopters. Yeah, that's yeah. how fast they're going. Yeah, and then to crawl and rocks then, and jump over yes. ledges, and the, it 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 it's like a special kind of stupid that that goes on with that, and I, I admire them yeah. tremendously. <laughs> um, but you know that's very very cool. I'm I'm happy that that's an event that happens. It's crazy. Hammertown is thousands and thousands of people that converge yeah. in the desert to become a city. And then tomorrow it's going to be completely empty. There won't be anything but grains of sand right, out there. Right. Um, well, I think it might be a little bit long. Yeah. Yeah. People have to clean, you know, they're pack still, up and they're still get partying. out. <laughs> true. They still true. <laughs> Sobering week, up. <laughs> right. It's all right, it's true. So let's give it two or three days. Yeah. So is Raul Gal Raul Gomez. Yeah. Jason Schreden. Schreer. And then Josh Byler, Marcos Gomez, and then Eric Miller. All right. Here's your top five. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations to them. Congratulations of King Hammers of another successful season. Two. Um, as I pre did in a pre-show, I talked about um, things that are coming up. I'd like to talk about two episodes coming up. We have next week in our normal Sunday night time, we are going to be talking about those new stages of Jeeps. If you're looking at getting a new one, you, you open up the website and you see all these different trim levels. And, and it's and you, not just su- Sport, Sahara, and Rubicon anymore. And you're sitting there saying, huh? What does this all mean? Uh-huh. We're going to try to clarify that a little bit. We are going to unmuddy the water, if you will. I like it. You're right. I think this is it. So I went back in our episodes. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is, we never covered this topic. <laughs> I know. I it should have been one of the first ones we covered. <laughs> that yeah. is true. We, we, you know, we, we, we paint the Sistine Chapel before we start with color by numbers. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to be next weekend. So you want to, you want to tune in for that. And then on February 21st, which is a Monday, we're not going to do a Sunday night show. We're going to do a Monday night show of that one. We are going to have country music guy, Jeremy Rowe on the show. He's got That's some good some, tunes. That's some really good tunes, man. Yeah, and man. awesome. I heard you you introduced me to this, I did, this I did. guy. And I may have listened to his songs on repeat on the way home. <laughs> you know, just Jeep Thang and Jeep, Jeep Girl. Girl. Yeah. I discovered him last fall and yeah. I was like, man, we need to reach out to this guy and have him on the show. And then, you know, squirrel. Yeah. Well, Next right. thing and I, I forgot all about it. Always how it happens. And then our friend Christy um, from Jeep Life app um, reintroduced us, and so it was cool to um, 
kind of reacquaint that and go, yep, I, we want him on the show. So he'll be on the show. We'll be talking um, to him about his music, maybe his Jeep life and, and what his inspirations are. So you won't want to miss that. And the reason it's on a Monday night, our, our the guy who writes the music for our show, the the theme song and stuff, he's performing Sunday, right? And I can't miss that, right? Right. You know, I, yeah. I've already made that commitment months ago before I realized it was a Sunday night, right? <laughs> and so yeah, he's a Jeep guy through and through. We'll have him on the show at some point. Um, so that'd be cool. Well, I feel like we've just been cruising right along, birthdays, announcements, all that stuff. Um, but I'm going to ask people for a review right now. I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you to do something for me. I would like for you to review our podcast. Do it wherever you get your podcasts. If it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on Facebook, wherever you get it, do that. There are other ways to support us as well. I mean, just this week, we got a check from our listener. It, it, it how happens. cool is that? Friend yeah. of the pod um, helps us out. All that helps us out pay for the wonderful stuff that we do. Um, buy our swag. That helps a lot, too. Shattered Dream Designs. Yeah, I love it. The link is on the Linktree page. Um, go there. Do it. But we did get a message straight from Facebook from a guy named Matt Gorman. I wish I knew where Matt was from, um, but we don't. He doesn't tell us. But, you know, Matt, I appreciate your message. And um, it he poses a good question. And, Don, if you can, if you have. I don't have the. You don't have it up? No, I didn't get it. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll read it. I am a new Jeep owner. Ran across your podcast. Honestly, it's the first podcast I've ever actually listened to, which is pretty cool. I love the show. I've learned so much about both what I already knew and what I didn't. I've been out of the game doing the family thing for so long. I didn't know if I would get back at it, but I wanted to upgrade upgrade to a vehicle. But as soon as we got the Jeep, the wife and I both have been reading, looking, and listening or listing upgrades. It's great. Makes me remember when I was a kid doing magazine builds, but now I can actually get the stuff. <laughs> I, I get you. <laughs> I'm still a kid picking out the I, magazine I re- builds. Yeah, I, I remember doing that, like yeah. the magazine builds, circling, yeah. circling yep. what I'm going to do. Catalogs, man, Jags, Summit yeah. Racing. I love it. Um, but yeah, when you become an adult, you can actually make the choices and, and do it. Sometimes. Yeah, not really. I don't know, right? We, wishful thinking. All right, where we live, the roads are absolutely horrible. Worst I've ever seen. Must be around here. <laughs> Pennsylvania? <laughs> what? Yeah, right. Um, no, but actually, I just read the worst potholes in the country in Washington State. I could believe that. I, yeah. Pennsylvania was in the top five, I think, but I don't know. Washington I State Washington's readers. not a salt belt, though, I don't think. I, I don't, think they just get a lot of snow. A lot of snow, a lot of rain. Anything water-related yeah. because it freezes right, and right. all that stuff. Um, the worst I've ever seen anywhere. Just is remember, the, crack kills. And then there's <laughs> construction. Anyways, the show I learned... Oh, anyways, the show I learned about the geo-brackets... And installed the AV brackets and upgraded the dual to a dual stabilizer. It's such an improvement, like a different vehicle difference on the front. Is there any improvements to the rear? After the brackets, you can feel the difference in the springs and now taking the hit instead of the Jeep. But that's no longer the case for the rear. The rear goes over and feels like it did in the front prior to the brackets. He has a two and a half inch sky skyjacker lift. Is there anything I need to upgrade in the rear for the geometry? So, um, first of all, did he, he two and a half inch skyjacker lift, yeah. right? Yeah, um, with an AV geometry correction bracket. Right. Um, there really isn't anything, and at two and a half inches, um, the geometry on the back really isn't off that much. Um, 
He's I, probably I'm, feeling the rear track bar. So yeah. what happens is with the, with the track bar design, you'll actually feel the back end kick a little bit. So as the suspension moves up and down, the track bar is what centers the axle. But because it's it's moving up, it may like if it moves up. The track bar will force the axle to the driver's side a little bit, or or the Jeep maybe to the to the opposite direction. Right, right. so you feel a kick around a yep. little bit, yep. and that's just kind of nature of the beast. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's there's not a whole lot to do now. A different suspension company, like if you went with, I don't know if that is a dual rate spring. I don't think Skyjacker does. For did he say it was a JK? Or no, JL? I'm. I, 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 he didn't say. I think so. Uh, Skyjacker does a JL dual rate, but I don't think they do one for the JK. But a dual rate spring would kind of help with that a little bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe getting a new spring or a to, progressive to go spring, with that. Right, yep. right. I would check all the bushings, check the track bar bushings. Yeah, you know, just kind of go over it a little bit. Yep. Besides that, you, you can't get adjustable. Much. You could, you know, I, I don't know, you know, what it came with. Does he? Does he say as a? Relocation bracket in the No, room? he didn't say, but I'm sure that's it did if it was a complete thing. kit. But anyway, make sure that the axles are centered. So that's, that's the some first of the, thing. Some no, of maybe, those brackets aren't the best either. No. So, you know, make sure maybe it's Maybe it's moving. Maybe it's moving. You yep. had that issue. Maybe it's a, yep. um, you know, try to find one that wraps around the axle. So you put yeah, it. I welded bolt. yours and it welded so well it ripped it right off the axle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing had a couple welds to it yeah. into it mm-hmm. just... Got Tore rebuilt. Right off. Yep. Um, but you're you're right. I, I think maybe look at that mm-hmm. that bracket, track bar bracket. If it's moving, then the yeah, the ass end will be yep. squirrely. Yeah. Um. So I think you might have to look at a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. it's really not an easy answer without having the vehicle in front of us. Yeah. It looks like we have a listener who says I have the Skyjacker dual rate in front of me right now. So that means he obviously has it there. So is it for who is that? Ask him if Andrew. For, JK though was that for the JK or for the JL Andrew, um, but it's really cool for for Matt to to send that in. That's I I think it's when you when you're looking at that there are some things you can do for the front end that you can't do for the back end right. Um, but I think checking those elements right, making sure your track bar is is solid and not moving around. Um, do that. Andrew says it is for a JK, so do, right. they do make them. So if he if he does <clears throat> not have, you know, if he has linear springs, going That's, to a progressive yeah. would probably take care of a little bit of that, barring everything else is right in the back. Yep. Track bars, you know, the track bar brackets in good shape, bushings are in good shape, and that the kit he got was, you know. One of the first things he can do is literally just measure where the center of the axle is by measuring the tires, how far do they stick out? Right, right. Or how far away from the body right. panel? They, they should they? be very similar to the front. You'll a lot of lifted jeeps. You'll see like on the driver's side, you'll see the tires will stick out more on the driver's side than the passenger side right. because you know unless you get an adjustable track bar, right? Um, you know, but as long as they're the same front and back, that's not going to change the thrust line, right? Right. All right. Well, cool. I appreciate that. Um, feel free to send stuff in just like Matt did. Um, and then we can talk about it on air. We may make it a full episode. It may just be a quick answer like that, or it may just be a celebration on, you know, how cool we are. Um, but I, we appreciate that. It's awesome. So Andrew said it is, it is JK. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think they did. Well, it's getting that time where we have to start planning for the spring and summer. We are going to be everywhere this year, and it's going to be extremely busy. Not enough time. Not enough time in a day, but we are going to have a lot of fun. And I've got some events listed, and (laughs) nobody else got the show notes. I didn't get it either, man. So apparently I'm going to have to do all the reading. So you're going to have to listen to the Sultry Pipes. There you go. I mean, I'm again. Re- I'm nobody refreshing knows. the seatbelt multiple times, and it's still <laughs> no, not nobody, really. Nobody, nobody uh, knows who we are, Billy. Watch this, that. though. All right. Well, we're going to be present at several things coming up soon. February 26th, the Jeep Enthusiast <laughs> of Eastern Pennsylvania. We're going to be hosting a tech day at the Western School in Limerick, Pennsylvania, and. Dodd, Dodd's turned it down. <laughs> we'll be the I new think he faces. Was turning, 
<laughs> or he's turning us down. I don't yeah, know. That, One that's other. pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be a great day to check out um, learning how to yeah, so use your we, Jeep. Tell we me got a little a, bit about We got that. a lot of good people coming out. So um, first of all, we've got Kyle Kyle Buckter from Off-Road Consulting. Mm-hmm. He's going to yeah. do some winch safety stuff. And it'll be inside, so it'll be warm. Um. <clears throat> We have Scott Ammerman from from uh, Quadratech doing power tank again. So nice. he's going to go over some stuff, and he's got some new power tank goodies that he's going to show off. Uh, we're going to do the undercarriage maintenance thing. So, you know, we're going to select a few Jeeps. Actually, usually ends up being a lot more than a few. Almost <laughs> everybody ends up with their Jeep in the lift. And we're going to have people there, students there to go over with you, you know, uh, different maintenance items, checking U joints, things like that, um, fluids. Um, doing a welding seminar this year, so cool. our welder at the school is coming yeah. in, and he is going to go over just doing some some you know uh, MIG welding stuff like that. Um, and we're going to have some MIG welders out, so we're going to put some welders in people's hands and let them cool. let them wind you know do Bubble some of that. Yeah. fun. We have new product stuff um, sponsored by Quadratech. So they're going to give us a bunch of new stuff that's, cool. you know, trending on the market. And we're going to, I'll probably end up doing that, I believe. Nice. And, uh, you know, representing you guys. And that's it. And we have a hot lunch after it's all done. And cool. all the money and proceeds will go to um, our students for different events. Nice. So it's sometimes going to be hard to get money for, for that if it doesn't follow oh, follow under a specific CTSO or career and technical school organization. Mm-hmm. Automotive has a bunch of stuff that's sponsored by the industry, but not recognized by education. Right. And so therefore we've got to raise money for it. And that's where this money goes. It's a challenge. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's great. I love that we do this. So this helps with conferences, training. Um, well, going so a lot, yeah, taking the kids places. Uh, the big thing is competitions. So mm-hmm. like two of our students just play second and third in an automotive competition. Um, and that one's sponsored, but we're going to another one that's ADA, and that costs money to take right. them if they go, you know, beyond the local level. Right. So, um, you know, that money that goes into a pot for that's earmarked for that. That's pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, if we don't use it by the end of the year, then it gets rolled into like a field trip and then it lowers right. the costs for the field trip. Right. I love it. Awesome. So that's awesome. Keep doing up the good work. We're going to skip ahead to June 21st, Go Topless Day. That's going to be um, all over the country. That is a, a big nationwide event. Um, check out your local chapter. Usually, um, Jeep clubs will help out with that. Yeah, our oh wait, we, wait, wait! I got to go one more. Also, okay. I almost forgot about him. Jerry will be there to talk about AMS. Oh, AMS oil. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I didn't want to leave him out. No, I'm glad. Just secured that last week. Uh, but we're going to be the podcast will be at the Stroudsburg, um, Pennsylvania, um, winery with. J-E-E-P, Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania, and their version of it last year, I think, you know, like five $6,000 was raised yeah. for Meals on Wheels. And, Absolutely. Um, so we're going to continue that. June 10th through the 12th is the Bantam Jeep Festival. It's a big deal. We may um, try to head out there. Um, July 15th, 17th in Wildwood, New Jersey is New Jersey Jeep Invasion, and we will be there that is one of our favorite things to do is we head down a, to the... We have a good time. <laughs> we have a good time. So, it, yeah, and you want to come by and see us at the booth. We always have stickers and um, wonderful people there. And we talk things. We usually do a live broadcast or two. There's or always good food, hanging out. Um, but it's good. pizza, man. <laughs> it, I, I said, I, I want some pizza, and within seconds. Yeah, right. Pizza. Somebody's <laughs> running pizza over. It was <laughs> good, up. too. It was good. It was uh, it was fun. It was awesome. So uh, we're going to be there the following weekend, Ju- July 23rd, 24th, in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, the PA Jeeps All Breed. Huge show. Um, we will be there as well, and it'll be, it'll be a blast. It's fun. Lots of things to see. They've got a... Um, Really killer obstacle course, and I know that um, your buggy might be there. I have a lot of, a lot of fun uh, out there. Giving some rides out. We're going to jump into um, August. Great Smoky Mountain. Great Smoky Mountain 
Jeep Invasion in Pigeon Forge. We are going to try to make it there. Um, I don't know why I didn't put it on here, but... It's kind of far out. Um, in June, oh. Holly will be... With 4x4 Ultimate Field Trip. Yeah, AOAA, and then Northwest Jeepcast Jeep is going to be two separate weekends. No, uh, I think they're the same weekend. Same mm. week, one one part at Roush and one part at AOAA. Right, right. Yep. And we're going to be doing a... Podcast. A dual podcast with them and hanging out with them and doing some rides. So that'll be cool. Um, Check um, Holly's website. um, I think it's hfcmotorsports.com and Mm -hmm. and all the dates for Holly's version of that are going to be on there. 16th and 19th of June. 16th and 19th of June. And I will put that in the show notes as well. So that's our events. It seems like we're adding things. There's a lot of things in March and April that hasn't been put in there. I know that, um, things are going to get crazy around that time. So always does come hang out with us. Whew. I'm tired. It's now time for somebody else to talk. Perfect. Yep. We've got a big hunk of metal on the, on the, on the table, um, different types of metal too. Yeah, there's some aluminum. There's some copper. There's some steel. Yeah. Diodes. Don't forget the diodes. Semiconductors. Yeah, the yeah. diodes in there. Mm-hmm. Some diodes. Right. Some. So let's talk about charging systems. Absolutely. And, and this is where I get to step back and I get to learn <laughs> so and be he, the student. Th- this is where he gets on his phone and starts texting <laughs> his friends. Yeah. Talk, right. We're talking alternators. Right. 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 <laughs> So, um, recently I've been thinking about converting, uh, my Jeep from right now it's sort of a gas to electric. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Now I've been, I've been thinking about converting it, you know, getting more into some overlanding stuff, um, being able to travel a little more, um, doing some more remote stuff. I kind of miss that. Um, so ultimately, uh, one of the changes I need to make is I'm probably going to need to do something with my charging system. Now we've talked about in the past dual batteries Mm -hmm. and that's definitely maybe a possibility, but uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So problem with dual batteries is no supercharger. You got no charging. So you only, right. So, and that's exactly where I was going. You run Um, out of charge capacity. You do. So ultimately, um, and you can't put a supercharger on them. That too. Um, but ultimately what happens is, um, you know, you're adding more battery capacity, but you've got to charge those up and you can't. So that's where, you know, we take well, a look it's at. It's not that you can't, it's just, it takes a really long time to do it. Right. I, I shouldn't have said that. It does take a long time to do it. And, and it's hard on the alternator too. It yeah. runs it harder. Even with like a, like what I use was a battery, uh, management system. Right. So it, it wouldn't run unless it absolutely had to it would kind of cycle back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but um, even with that, it was hard in the alternator. So anyway, let me get into how uh, the alternator works. So it's first of all, it's driven by the accessory belt or serpentine belt, which is connected to the pulley on the crank. So the engine has to turn it. And that's going to come, become important when we talk about like the trade-off with the tough stuff alternator. Um <clears throat> Alternator is solely used to charge the battery. Um, a lot of people think that we supply power to our, our, you know, all our electrical stuff via the alternator. But actually, if you ever think about it, under your Jeep, all your wires, everything comes off the battery. There's only, there's only usually like on a JK, there's two wires that go to, which we'll talk about in a little bit, that go to the PCM. And then there's one, the one large charge cable that goes back mm-hmm. to the battery. Um, so it's there to charge the battery. Um, the way it controls it is it monitors, and this is almost this, you know, there's different variations of this, um, with newer vehicles, but, um, basically what it does is it's got two wires. One, it's watching, um, the alternator voltage and the other is watching battery voltage. Uh, I think it's pin 10 or pin 12 in the PCM and pin seven. Um, and then, you know, it figures out how much to charge it. Now, 
it can change the rate of charge by how much electricity it puts to the rotor. So if it needs more electricity, the PCM will actually put more voltage to the rotor. So now to understand how this works scientifically, you got to understand what all the parts are. So the important parts in an alternator, you have a stator, which is the outer stationary windings. Um, and of course, if you're listening to this, you can't see it. But if you ever look down in your alternator, it's kind of vented and you see some electrical windings, that's the stator. The rotor is inside that. It's another set of windings in there. Um, it's got a rectifier diode bridge, uh, which I'll get into, you know, what that does in a little bit. Course bearings. Rectifier. Hardly newer. <laughs> I knew there was like some kind of penis joke or something coming sooner or later tonight. So, um, there it is. There it is. Turns um, AC and DC. A lot of <laughs> a lot of Jeeps do not, but a lot of new vehicles are coming with what we call decoupler pulleys. So it actually allows for a little bit of slippage mm-hmm. to smooth out the electricity be- from the pulses of the engine. So when an engine fires, it's actually not smooth. No, um, it slightly you know it slightly speeds up and slows down, speeds up and slows down. Constant decou- acceleration, deceleration. Right. So a decoupler pulley will take that out. So if you ever get a loud chirping noise, sort of sounds like a belt squeal slash chirping noise, it's usually your decoupler pulley. Um, there's some slip rings in there. Brushes is what connects the stator to the voltage. I'm sorry, connects the voltage to the rotor. And, of course, there's a cooling fan in the front of it, which is, you know, how we keep them cool when we're working them hard. So what we do is we put, you know, 12 volts, 13 volts, 10 volts, whatever we need to do to put to the to the rotor. Mm-hmm. Creates a magnetic field, spins around inside the stator. When that field collapses, we create electricity. Right. And um, now when that electricity is created, it's AC voltage. And that's not what we need for automotive. We need AC, AC. AC means alternating current. current right. So, right. and if I were to explain that, what that means is it goes positive, negative, positive, negative, right. positive, negative. What we need is a positive only. So we use something called a diode, which is a semiconductor, and depending on how they dope it, um, it can either cut out negative or positive. So what they do is they use a rectifier diode bridge. Think of a diode as a one-way street. It's a one-way check valve for electricity. It only allows it to go one way. So it, it, Mm. it cuts out the negative side, and then we end up with, you know, 12 volts or 14 volts DC. DC. Correct, direct current. Um. The problem with alternators, number one, if you are doing something that, that is at idle, which is mostly what we're doing in the woods. I mean, we, we step on it once in a while, but it's very yeah, short. Very low. Very low. Right, right, right. That alternator isn't charging as hard as it can or as hard as, you know, you, you may get 50% of the capacity out of that alternator. Now, couple that to if you're night wheeling and you got some some LEDs. If you know LEDs don't draw a whole lot, but you have the heated Over seats time. on, sure, you got everything going on. You're putting a pretty big demand on an electrical system. Bumping now, out with your stereo system. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, add in pulling a winch. Like when when we when I winched up that hill, that that pull. I mean, that was almost a 90 foot pull. It was yep. just about all my my wire, my my. Oh uh, right, yeah right. When I was pulling uh, um, that. The white, the white uh, XJ, XJ yep, right. Yep. So as I was doing it, my battery light about halfway came on because it drew that much out of the battery. I actually picked the RPMs up to to get the light out. Right. Um, so you know, ultimately, if you're going to do things like overlanding, um, and you're going to do, um, you to know, be honest the, with uh, you, it, quick disclaimer: you shouldn't do a full pull on a winch. Anyone out there? Just letting you know. Well, we, I mean, this was, this was not a full pull. This was like a pull and then we stopped for a little bit and then pull again. But, but But it it still came on. It still came on. I mean, it's, you think about how much amperage that those alternators draw and that is not a marine battery. So it's not a deep cycle battery. It's not meant for Hmm. that. Um, Now, here's the deal with um, like alternators like Tough Stuff. So Tough Stuff, first of all, you can can get, and I should have looked it up and I don't remember um, but, but I think the factory alternator is 160 amps. Yeah. The tough stuff alternator, they have two versions. It's a 210 and a 250. No, it's 175 and 210 for the JK. Oh. Yeah. It's, I just, just looked it up last night when I was in the show notes. But anyway, um, either of them can hit full amperage at idle. 
Um, so you have, if you know, if you get the 175, and I don't know which one that is, it's on the table, but um, you can have, you'll have 175 amps. Um, if you get the 210, you're gonna have 210 amps. So ultimately, it's pulling. Um, you know, it's giving you full power at idle, oh, the, which is where we need it. Right. The Mopar has a 220. Oh, do they? Or okay. a 210. Right, right. So, um, you know, much better, much better for what we need, like pulling cable and stuff like that. So the way that Tough Stuff does this is, of course, um, you know, if you go on our website, they the basic stuff, they increase the cooling capacity by changing the design of the fan. Um, they, uh, we, I, Billy and I were talking about, we believe they run it like a slightly underdrive pulley, like a 10% to mm-hmm. turn it a little bit harder, um, you know, for, for um, to, to get that full amperage. And then uh, they just rewind them. So in an alternator, if you add more coils to the rotor and the stator, when the field collapses, you're actually increasing the voltage. So easy math, if you have 10 windings on the rotor and you have 20 windings on the um, stator, you would end up with 200. Right. And then if you increase it to, to 40 windings, you know, you would double that then. Right. So that's essentially how they do it. And then they, they run a different mm. fan to keep it cooler. And, of course, okay. they talk about upgrading, like, the um, bearings and things like that. Now, there are other companies, like you said, Mopar sells them. I'm not promoting tough stuff. Um, There's a couple of different companies. I haven't Mopar, used Mopar, Crown has them, Mop, um, Mean Green, Tough Stuff. There's all kinds of different. Right, right. But this just happened to fall in my lap, so yeah. this is this is what I have. But, again pulling cable and the vehicle's idling, this is going to help tremendously um, to keep you from draining that battery. Even if you're not going to do an overland rig, I'd recommend doing this because, again, you're going to have to pull cable, do long pulls, yep. um, you know, things, and you're going to be at idle most of the time uh, when you're rock crawling, you know, so. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Up, upgrade the damn charging system. That's all uh, I got. Seems so like another thing to think about when you're looking at charging systems in general as well is the wires that run to and from. That's a good point. That's a maintenance. So that was one thing that I faced a lot in, you know, as you look at these older Jeeps, you Cherokees and Wranglers, is their their wires aren't usually up to par for some of these bigger alternators too. Yeah. So when you start r- upgrading your alternator, look at the wiring that's going back and forth. Um, you might want to upgrade it from like, they might have six gauge wire on there. You might want to make bump it up to four gauge right? and change it out from, you know, a standard automotive wire to a welding wire. So which there, there's actually a test called a voltage insulated circuit voltage drop you can do. Um, so if you know anything about electricity, you can take a digital multimeter, set it on voltage DC. Mm-hmm. And you would put the positive on the battery, and you'd put the um, the negative on the alternator. Yep. And if you have anything more than a half a volt on there, you've got too much drop. You don't have enough wire, or you've got you know corroded wire or something. Yeah. Um, so are we talking about gauge of wire, or quality of wire, both. or a little bit of both? Both. All the above. Right. Yeah. If it's dirty, if the terminals are dirty, that's mm. a possibility. So you might be losing charging capacity due to, you know, your battery terminals are dirty or the terminals on your alternator are dirty. So make sure they're clean. Clean them regularly. Uh, they sell products out there, battery terminal cleaner, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There, there's So, I mean, I've seen them where they've actually corroded back in the wires. So, you know, the end of the cable is usually open unless it's a lead terminal. Right. And, you know, water will run in and it actually corrode them back in the, mm-hmm. you know, back in the So you the wouldn't wire. see that necessarily. You do a little bit, but, you know, at the very front, but it doesn't look yeah. like that much. But, you know, if it's you six inches it in, back, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just, and then you get big voltage drops. Um, terminals rotting off from, you know, the the reaction from, you know, uh, the similar metals and things like that. There's also some other things in the engineering world of like how vo- how the current travels over the wire. So 
AC and DC travel through <coughs> copper wire differently. Uh, DC trends, tends to travel on the outside of wire. So when you get corroded wire like that, that's where it starts creating more of a voltage drop. Right. So when you see wires that are like blackened or tarnished, mm. it's actually, you're not allowing the current to flow through it as well. Right. Well, and I guess that would also increase the ability or increase the chances that it would corrode too if it's running on the outside. That creates friction and and creates the the breakdown um, in a more quickly way, right? Yeah. Um, so, a question: What? How? How does someone know whether their battery is the problem or the alternator is the problem? It's actually a really great question um and and just going through this with my jeep all this i've been fighting this charging system problem um battery problem um ultimately the right way to do it most people aren't going to have the equipment so there's equipment out there that are you know that has the capability of putting loads on battery so basically it's like a big resistor and it puts a huge draw on it and it'll measure the voltage drop from the battery and um you know it's uh, mathematically, it does half of the cold cranking amps for 15 seconds, and the voltage needs to stay above 9.6 volts. Um, it'll do the same thing for the alternator. So you run in the car, you pick the RPM up, you load it, and you make sure that the alternator hits specification. If it's 170 amps, it should hit at 170 amps. Um, and that's that's the, the most accurate way to do it. Um, you want to know the way I do it? Stick your tongue on it? Nope. Turn the Jeep on. If yeah. it keeps running, disconnect the battery. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that whatsoever. Your, your battery is your shock absorber for your, your really electrical is. system. Yeah. So you'll fry stuff. Um, ultimately, if, if it's not charging, let's say you put a new battery in and you put a multimeter on there and it still says 12.6 volts, it's your alternator. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or wiring to, you know, from the to battery from, to yeah. right, right. That so would be the best way. What should it say? Let's say I've got a system um, monitoring um, portion in my Jeep, and I can see what the the battery. Mine, mine is constantly at. It's like between thirteen eight and fourteen two. I was going to have that in fourteen mine. around yep. the fourteen. That's what it should area. read. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's constantly what mine is. 13, when a vehicle's running. Two. Right. Right. Correct. Right. Now, when you're when you're off, proper battery voltage is twelve point six volts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now there are other things too that throw people off, like parasitic loss. So cars run computers when they're not All being the time, used, right. um, and that number. So you typically you would do a uh, parasitic loss test. Um, you would take a digital multimeter, set it up for amperage DC, disconnect a negative cable, and then the, the meter goes in series. And you can watch and see how many milliamps you should have. You really should never be over 50. And that's what I was having problems with mine. Um, it was it was drawn and it turned out that it was, I, I believe, the brake controller. I think I have So it was fixed. drawing when it wasn't even running. Right. Yeah. So it looked like, I think it was just coming on, you know, erratically and applying power to the brake line for my trailer, you know. So... Yeah. Um, pulled the fuse and it's been good since, but um, I'm going to take it back and leave it sit in the shop for a little and double check it. So uh, another question I have is, can can I take my Jeep to like an AutoZone or Advance Auto and determine whether the alternator or the battery is the and, I don't and know how much can have, I rely on? Do they that? have load tools there to do that? So that um, that specifically, you need to have like in my shop, we've got what's called a snap-on DTAC, and it'll charge batteries, it'll load batteries, it'll load the alternator, it'll check the starting system. It's a five thousand dollar piece of equipment. I think, I think, um, you know, AutoZone or Advance, they have the generic version of that, yeah, which is you know you connect it up to see if. Well, there are handheld ones that you can hit, and 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 it'll put a load on it. Right. Um, but really, you're only checking the battery. You can't load the alternator that well with right. those, and they don't load to the proper amount. Like this, I specifically set the cold cranking amps. Right. right so you right. might get a general answer from them, but it's not a hundred percent accurate. But it probably, if there's a problem already, it'll probably show off that problem. Mm-hmm. It may, but I, again, you know, I mean, is the battery, you know, what, what right, came first, right. the chicken or the right. egg? Right. So is, is the battery low because the alternator's not charging? 
Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it gets kind of, it, it does get kind of convoluted. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that to me has been one of the things that, you know, I've been curious about since literally the beginning of my driving career. Right. You know, you go out and you have a dead battery. What's the problem? Is it the right. battery or is, is it, it the, the alternator charging or is it, system right. or is it both? Or is right. it, you know, right, right. is there something going on that is causing that, the parasitic drain? That, I know? mean, the, the simple thing is if, I, if you're driving your car and the battery starts to go down, it's not the battery. It's the alternator. Mm. I tend to leave something on. Right. <laughs> right. It's another one. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for, I feel like I've yeah. learned something. I know that, oh, I hope our listeners have. And, yeah, I really don't give a shit if they didn't. <laughs> oh, there they go. Kidding. They're, I'm just, they're listen, dropping, dropping like flies. Like flies. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm if kidding. you got any more questions, though. Yeah, or a topic want you, you want us to cover. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I want you to head over to info at jeeplifepodcast.com. Send us an email. Tell us what you want to hear about. Do you want to hear more about alternators? Do you want to hear more about batteries? Do you want to hear more about audio systems? Or, I don't know. Do you want to just tell them how awesome I love that. <laughs> I like you, you, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> you can send us an email and say, hey guys, love the show. Yeah, or if you hate it, or go ahead and send it to us there and we'll see if we change nice. something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Constructive criticism. Oh, right, there you go, there okay. you go. And if not, if you're looking where to find us other way or you want to hit that like and subscribe button, head over to our YouTube channel. Just type in Jeep Life Podcast. We're having a awesome prize pack giveaway going on mm-hmm. still. Looking to hit that 750 subscribers on the YouTubes. So make sure you head over there. There's some awesome videos out there of Whelan, of Don, giving some reviews of different stuff. This yeah, and that. so that's right. So we are going to be doing some reviews yeah. and some different Jeeps this summer. Yeah. And it's going to mm-hmm. be busy. Absolutely. So make sure you head over there and also our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Jeep Life Podcast. That's where you can find us. And make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. Hey, word of mouth. That, that's still the best way to yep. get the word out there. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us again. I can't wait to see you again next week. Um, for the birthday girl, Lexi, Bill, Don, and myself, here's a big G-Wave to you, everyone. Have a good night. <laughs>